it's time for your favorite fat hosts. Welcome to Cliff and Kindle Coast to Coast. I ain't got nothing for that one. No, 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 no. Hey, hey, Kendall, how's it going? It's Saturday morning. <laughs> oh, it's going great. Well, it's a lie. It's going terrible, but why dwell on that? What? Do you ever just sit back and think, like, what is life? life like, who life, thought life, of this? Life, 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 yeah, I do. And I hope it's just a big experiment. It's got to just be a big social experiment. And if it, if we're living in a simulation, I think there must be a virus in it. <gasps> and I think we're failing in the experiment as well. <gasps> we're fa- It's a failed experiment. <gasps> it's a lot, lot of failures. That's why we just got to close it down. <gasps> Big fat blobs everywhere. Good God. Oh, oh my God. We're the fattest people here, that's for sure, here in the Adult Learning Center. Well, we are, but I think that's because most people are here for that class down the hall, the aerobics class. Oh, <laughs> I'm not going to that. No, hell no. I'm looking for the vending machine. I ain't got nothing for that one. Uh, no, we're we're not we're not taking any classes other than uh, the class on how to be great podcasters, which we've already aced. We're teaching it, but now Mrs. Potter Butter Butter turn. She's here to learn about sheep, the history of sheep. Could you? Were you like surprised when she said, "I'm signing up for this class to get certified as a sheep expert"? Well, I'm never surprised anymore, especially when it comes to any of us. I thought, okay, that's that's odd, but sure. And, you know, she wants to be an expert. She wants to be certified so she can, you know, sell more sheep milk. Well, and, you know, and I can't blame her. She'll be able to talk, you know, to the Falkland Island residents in their own language, sort of. Now yeah. that she. Well, and that's what separates her from us because we're like, eh, eh, we're good. Eh. We're good. <laughs> I know enough about sheep. What I know about sheep is they just found a new use for them in Alabama, and it's wool, is the new use. Well, and that's that would be the first class if we taught it. That would be sheep one hundred and one. <laughs> I hope that, I hope listeners are taking notes. There will be a quiz. Oh, I hope they've been taking notes for all these years because we don't have time to go back through it all. Copious notes, you know they are. This is all a test. It's all an experiment. It's all Cliff and Kendall coast to coast. It's that old institution slash internet talk show or whatever <laughs> radio filler program on Rye 99 back in Busheltown we presume we're many years removed from Busheltown USA at this point but it lives on in our hearts I think so yeah it's kind of like you know it's like a, a TV show or like alien movie or something where like they find the ship and this broadcast just beaming out there's nobody left there it's just deserted but the broadcast goes on the broad that's the point the broadcast goes on <laughs> i wanted to stretch it out and summarize it in about a thousand words right the broadcast and the cosmic ballet go on but Kendall, but, that's but, not what we're but, talking about but, this week but, 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 exactly but, we're not we're talking about saturday morning cartoon something that brings a lot more joy than any of the other things we've been talking about oh god yes now did you do was it a big event for you, Saturday mornings, as a kid back in the 80s? Oh, God. Oh, God. Yes, oh, God. it was oh, the God. biggest oh, event. Oh, I celebrated the event with huge amounts of breakfast food. Sometimes, uh, you know, dinner from the night before. But but mostly it would be a huge breakfast to celebrate. Right. Now, were you one of the kids, like I was? I don't know. Because now you sleep late. You're like, I got to sleep until 11 with my alarm going off for two hours before that. <laughs> Were you a kid that on Saturday morning you would jump out of bed because you knew it was cartoon o'clock? Yeah, well, you know, back then we couldn't just DVR things. We had to watch them real time. So we would make sure I would make sure I got up in time to watch all my faves. Well, and speaking of the faves, what were some of the ones you remember rushing? I thought you might ask me that. To turn on. Uh, Let's see if they match up to my faves across town. I know several of them will. 
But um, I loved the cartoon Beetlejuice. Yeah. That was a spinoff from the movie. I loved that. I loved the Back to the Future cartoon spinoff from the movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Loved it. I loved the Ghostbusters cartoon, another another movie spinoff. There, I was, that's one I, I'll definitely... Was, I, I loved Beetlejuice, and I did mm-hmm. love... Uh, I did love the whatever you just said too a lot. <laughs> the Ghostbusters, <laughs> the real Ghostbusters, and yeah. So I was reading up about Ghostbusters in my spare time, and uh, there were two cartoons about ghost busting back then. I don't know if you knew this. Yeah, there was Ghostbusters 90, in '86, and the real Ghostbusters in '84. And they initially had a live act, a live action TV show called Ghostbusters in 1975. And when the movie came out, you know, it was a big deal. They had to secure the rights to the name. And uh, when they decided to make this cartoon, they were like, oh, you can't use Ghostbusters. So they had to call it the real Ghostbusters. Right, right. Because it was some I other, was so it was like confused. a cartoon. Yeah, the other Ghostbusters was like some kind of cartoon with a gorilla or something weird. <laughs> yeah. I, I was so confused. I was like, why are they the real Ghostbusters? I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I, I thought they always were, weren't they? They always were nothing other than damn fake Ghostbusters. <laughs> Get that shit away from me! But no, I love um, the real so Ghostbusters. What other... They they were for a while on Netflix. I don't know if they still are or not. Oh really? They were. Now they were. When I say that, it could be like five years ago, and they've been gone for that long. But at one point, yes, they absolutely were on Netflix. But other things. Now these. Now I would say. Oops! I just dropped my list on the floor of the booth, and it's very far in the corner. <laughs> I'll have to get Don't it in a let minute. it fall in that puddle from Charles over there. <laughs> oh, no, it just landed right outside of Charles's puddle. But I would say the number one Saturday morning cartoon show. Cartoon, cartoon show. Uh, uh. Luckily, those are still there. Who that took all the Belgian took it all out of me, Kendall. <laughs> but no, I would say the, the one cartoon, cartoon that I absolutely, well, two, that I absolutely remember watching and being so excited when they came on were Muppet Babies How could I forget that one? In the early days, Muppet Babies Baby will make your dreams, makes dreams come true. Muppet Babies will do the same for you. I loved Muppet Babies and I was always so excited. And oh, Garfield and Friends. Here's John's first bow tie. Tacky. Some sunglasses, Cousin Wanda's wig, Aunt Orpha's false teeth, yuck, Roy Ogle's root strings, stealing wax, and all that funny stuff. Well, I guess there's nothing here. Yes, I loved it. Well, and I love that, like, you would have a little bit of Garfield, and then about the time you were like, oh, I've seen a lot of Garfield, which that never happened, let's be honest. But then you're like, oh, here's a whole other show that I can watch about farm animals. Oh, the U.S. Acres. Well, I have to say, I remember when they first started airing that i was so loving the garfield specials that came on at night like the charlie brown specials you know Uh like garfield christmas and stuff i was like oh "Oh, yeah oh it's gonna be more garfield during the day and then it was like well who the hell is this pig and this rooster and this duck (laughs) but like you say i not not the uh, tired of garfield part that never is a uh, issue with me but like you say, the, I grew to love them as well. Like, oh, here's this other weird farm animals that I want to know about. Yeah, I mean, I remember always thinking that I wish that they would do this show as a separate cartoon so that I would have a full half hour of Garfield and then a full half hour of them. Right, 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 right. But I remember Garfield and Friends was wonderful and Garfield weirdly has lived on in a lot of like other spin-offs for the yeah. today's youth oh you know weird cg computer garfield oh i haven't seen that well I've, i mean 
and I, honestly, I haven't seen the movies. I want to watch them, but part of me is like, I feel like they're not going to be good. You never so saw any of the movies? No, I haven't. Oh, well, I saw the first one, I know, because my little brother was little, and I, and I used him as an excuse <laughs> to go see some kid things that I sort of, I thought, well, I'll take my little brother, and it'll be great. Yeah. Uh-huh. And the first one, I mean, it was fine. It, the first one, Bill Murray is the voice of Garfield. Yeah. So, uh-huh. and I don't remember seeing any of the others, but if you're a diehard computer CGI fan, it can't be that bad. Yeah. Uh-huh. The only reason I didn't watch the full movie is because this was back in the days of the DVD Netflix, where you had to get the physical feet, you know, DVD. Right. And I rented it, and I thought, oh, I don't have time to watch this. I'm going to record it. And I, like, copied it over onto a tape or something. And for whatever reason, it only had, like, the first 10 minutes. And so I thought, I'm going to get around to this. And finally, one day, I sat down to watch it, and it just cut off. And I was like, <laughs> what? And so I never had a chance to watch it again. And now it's been so many years, I, I keep thinking, I'm going to get around and do that one day. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, it's, you know, it's, it is what it is. But I would say there's yeah. plenty of good goodness back in the old Garfield and Friends. Now, Garfield and Friends, <laughs> this, again, it may be five years too late. It was on Hulu, <laughs> if it's not still. <laughs> well, that's the problem with today. Everything's on everything until five minutes later, it's all gone. And, and it's no longer available anywhere. Yeah. But another, now, another thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. My real number one thing that I lived for on Saturday morning was not expressly a cartoon show, but it was, it was the thing that influenced my life still. It always and still. Pee-wee's Playhouse. Oh, yeah. Well, and see, there's several things that I thought about when we were talking about Saturday morning. I was like, well, it's not technically a cartoon, but yes, absolutely. Pee-wee Herman's Playhouse, that was one of my favorite, or Pee-wee's Playhouse. I was also loved Beekman's World. I don't know if you ever oh, watched yeah. that. Oh, yeah. I loved Beekman's World. Because it, so, it was so, like, just odd. And I loved it. I loved it. There was, like, a huge human-sized rat that was walking around. Yeah. They were doing uh, experiments with farts and stuff. I thought, this is this is great TV. Oh, boy. Oh. <laughs> Aren't you surprised to see Mrs. Butter Butter Butterturn returning to school? <laughs> Well, I was telling Cliff, I'm I'm never surprised that Mrs. Potter Butter Buttercream wants to better herself, but uh, but I never would have thought it'd be in sheep. I know, but <laughs> it, it's a great example for us all, Mrs. Potter Butter Buttercream, yeah. that there are still new things to be learned and enjoyed, and new ways to enrich our lives. Oh, yes, boys, you know I say all the time it's never too late to start learning something new. Oh, why, she said that three times today. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't quit saying it, dear. It's important to, to note. I, well, are, now, are you enjoying your sheep class? Is it well, all the fun you thought it would be? It's it's a very in, important and a very interesting class, and I'm I'm I was enjoying it very much until I saw there's a certain other person that signed up that is. It's got me a little worried, dear, but what might happen? Oh, oh who? who? Oh, dear, it's Charles the Contractor. Oh, <laughs> Charles no. Charles the Contractor? Well, what does he want to learn about sheep for? Oh, well, dear, it seems that he thought it was a different class, and I'm not, I'm not entirely sure what he thought, but he didn't oh, think it was about sheep. Who knows, boys, with Charles the Contractor? <laughs> Anybody's guess. I have learned it's best just not to ask. <laughs> uh, well, maybe Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Turn, maybe you can sort of take Charles under your wing and help him in the class, help him oh. learn about sheep. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm worried I might have to have an entire lesson about etiquette before we even get to the sheep part. Oh, yes. I can see that happening, boys. I've been watching through the glass on the door, and I've seen Mrs. Butter 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 turn telling everyone about the proper etiquette for a class. Oh, dear, it's very important that you start on a, on a positive note. That is true. That's true. You want to oh. really get in there and do your best. Oh, I see Charles coming in now. I'm going to go talk to him before the class lets back in, dear, and, and see if we can work on etiquette. Oh, yes. Charles, boy. Charles, put down that half-eaten sandwich, dear. Oh, we're going to need a bigger classroom. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So that's, is it too late to drop for Mrs. Butter 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 Churn? 
Oh, it's never too late to drop. I learned that a long time ago. I wish it wasn't too late for me to drop 100 pounds over here. Oh, well, I take that back. Bit. It's way too late to drop. <laughs> but back to, back, back to school, Kendall. Let me ask you one question about school. Do you? And this is not about school, really. It's about dreams about school. Do you ever have... <laughs> dreams where like you're going back to school or you're still in some kind of a class or something no 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 do you have yes i have recurring dreams all the time where i dream yeah it's not necessarily the exact same thing but it's like another episode of the same thing (laughs) and one of my recurring dreams really is it's where I, i where i think oh my god i'm supposed to graduate and get a degree this semester, but there was this one class that I never went to, and oh, what, what's going to happen? I, I have to go, and, and I'm going to have to make up this class, and I'll have to just pretend that I'm graduating, and then and, and go back for one more semester for this one class, just because I kept skipping it and I never went. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I don't have any school. I I have really odd, like nonsensical dreams. And, and they're kind of rare and few and far between. Really? Like, give me an example. Well, I had a dream a few nights ago that I was working on a movie. And we went to a grocery store or some sort of... No, it was a pet store. And we were like in the back. And for some reason, we all had to take our shoes off. I have no idea why. And so I, I go up to the checkout. And the mayor of Busheltown was like checking me out at the register uh, she couldn't get my card to work. She was like, this card's not working, so I had to use a different one. And then I, of course, was walking out the door and I realized, oh, I've got to get my shoes. And so I went back to get my shoes and when I was going back up to the front, the people from the movie came in and they were screaming at me saying, we're always waiting on you. So that, <laughs> that's what I have dreams about. That is a weird dream. Now, but it's funny that always you were at a, a store because I also, I have two different other well, so many recurring dreams, and mm-hmm. they're always the same. But one of them is where I am, not necessarily at one store, but it's like I'm at a mall, and the mall is about to close, and uh-huh. and I still need to go and get like the rest of my Christmas shopping done. Uh-huh. <clears throat> <laughs> so it's like, I'm like, it, but it, but it's also like I see things that I want. So I'm thinking, oh, I need to get this for me. Oh, but the store's only open ten more minutes. Oh, I've got to get out of this store and go down the, you know, down the con- mall concourse to this other store. And I've got to get this. And I've got to get all these bags. And then there's ice outside. And how am I going to get them home? And I'm driving. <laughs> and it's ridiculous. And then I have other dreams where, uh, like last night, I dreamt. That I went, I was moving into a new, I guess I was tired of the motel in my mind. And I was moving into a new place, but it was like I was renting a room in somebody's big house. And it was a big, nice house. And I was going to be just, you know, like a person that lives there with this family or something. But when they showed me to my room, it was almost like, like, oh, you're going to live up here in this unfinished attic with splintery walls. <laughs> and and it was like everything in my room was like just old shit. Like it was a, a non-flat TV built into the wall. Kind of like you used to have, you know. And uh-huh. and it was just, and it was like an a army cot in the corner. <laughs> but I could, and, I, and if, but if I crawled out of this doorway that I had, I feel like I had to crawl down to, into the house I, like, I, I would go to the kitchen and there were the people that lived there and I could eat with them and stuff but then I had to go back up to this like terrible <laughs> like, attic. like living Isn't in the wall weird yes yes yeah yes, what it, yes, yes, uh, yes and it's yes, I wake up and I'm like well yes, god yes, damn it it happened yes, again yes, 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 <laughs> I don't think I've I, I really I don't know if I've ever had the same dream twice or even like close to it oh I have <laughs> Yeah, it's just like they just reboots every yeah. night. <laughs> Although the, the the last night the wooden room in the house with the family that was new, but I do often have where like <laughs> oh this is your oh and I also have dreams where it's like I go back to the old apartment building in Busheltown 
mm-hmm. and you know my apartment above the fish hatchery yeah. and it's I'm going there and it's but but it's I go to this other apartment that was that you know in my dream used to be mine years ago but other people live there now but I just go back in the building to <laughs> to, to see be- it yeah it's so weird and I'm always like rushing and carrying a lot of suitcases or something real annoying uh-huh. uh-huh. Oh, that's uh-huh. crazy. Uh-huh. What a horrible hellscape we live in. But well, I want to take you... on dreams. <laughs> oh, God. I think we just did. But here's another... <laughs> uh, another cartoon that I used to love, Saturday Mornings. Uh, did you ever watch the Flintstone Kids? Uh, uh, uh... Oh, I did. I, in, until you just said that, it was gone from my brain, though. I loved, I guess I had just a secret love for all the spinoff cartoons where I was like, hey, let's do one where they were kids or babies. Well, I do. I mean, I love any kind of spinoffs. I mean, you know, like all the first cartoons we talked about were spinoffs of movies and uh, Muppet Babies was a spinoff from the Muppets, you know. Right, right. But I loved right, the Flintstone right, Kids right, and I also right, right, loved, oh, a pup named Scooby-Doo. <laughs> do you remember that? Named Scooby Doo. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I watched that one as much. Oh, I did. That was one probably when I was like too old to really. Although we probably were like ten when it came on. Yeah. But it, I, I, that was at the point where it was like I was. I would see the schedule in the newspaper and I would plan out like, "Ooh, I gotta watch this. Ooh, there's a new Scooby Doo. I'm in. I gotta watch this. I gotta uh-huh. watch the, the new version." You know, it was my uh, way of keeping up with the times. Well, you were only preparing for the future when everything was just going to be a a direct spinoff of something else. Right, so you might as well get used to seeing the same characters forever because there will be no new ones. Okay, so I I love the Smurfs. And then, uh, you know, a lot of people don't know, but the Snorks came out and they were a direct, like, ripoff of the Snorks. They were basically like Smurfs underwater. Underwater with the little, yeah. Yeah, and so I loved that show, um, and I loved uh, the Gummy Bears uh, uh, from, from uh, uh, Disney. I don't know if you ever watched oh, that. Oh, yeah. Did you love the Gummy Bears? Oh, yeah. Bouncing, Bouncing here, here and there and, there and everywhere. everywhere. On adventures that we all can share. We are, they are the Gummy Bears. I loved it. I, I always wanted to get some get my hands on some Gummy Berry juice. Oh, yeah. Now... Really, and this is, I can't believe I just remembered this one, because this was one of my big ones that I love. Mm-hmm. And I just had to write it down, because my brain is like Swiss cheese, <laughs> and things are falling yep. out. But one of the really big ones that I love, love, loved for years, and still count these characters as ones I love, were, let me see, can I remember how it goes? Um, watch out, because here we come. It's been a while, but we're back in style, and the chipmunks, Alvin and the chipmunks. We're the chipmunks. Oh, Alvin and the chipmunks. Yes. C H I P M U N K. We're the chipmunks. Alvin and the chipmunk, guaranteed to brighten your day. I love. Them. Well, see, the problem is there's so many. Right. Uh, I mean, speaking of non really cartoon, the California Raisins. Oh, love it. They had their own cartoon show for a minute. For a minute. I guess. So. Yeah. I mean, they had all kind of stuff, and they had the Christmas special and. I, I kind of I liked this show, but I wasn't like as in love with it as other shows. But Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was a huge cartoon thing back when we were kids, and I remember like going to school and everybody had like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, lunch boxes. Right. I think I've shared on the show before how my parents shamed me out of enjoying the Ninja Turtles to a greater extent oh. <laughs> because I tried to watch it with them and they were just like, "This is the stupidest thing I've ever seen on television." <laughs> Uh, see, they always order pizza, and I was like, these are my people. But, okay, a couple more before we move on from Saturday to Sunday. What about, now this, I, and some of these, I don't know if they were technically Saturday morning, but they were cartoons back in the day, and they might have aired yeah, on Saturday morning. Um, did you ever watch Life with Louie, with Louie Anderson? No, I didn't. Oh, it was so good. It was Louie as like a kid. And he, Oh, I'm going to write that down right now. Watch it, because, and it's another one. And they may still be there. I watched them all on YouTube at one point. Yeah. And it's one, if it came out on DVD, I would buy it all. It was so good. Well, you would love it because you, you, I think you're like me. You love him. And so. Yeah, yeah. He, sure. But he's great because he does the voice of himself as a kid. And then he does the voice of his father. And it's like. Oh, yeah. No, I'll definitely have yeah. to check that one out. Oh, Lily. And he's like, oh, what, Dad? 
Oh, jeez. But Life with Louie was wonderful. And did you ever remember watching Camp Candy with John Candy? Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, I forgot about that until this moment. Yes. Uh, I loved Camp Candy. I did, too, where he, where John Candy was the camp counselor. How is that not everywhere? I know. Isn't it weird what sticks and what doesn't? Um... And like that didn't stick, but yet we've got an entire movie about Inspector Gadget. I know we, which I did. That was one. I guess I watched it, but I feel like that was one when it came on. I would be like, "Well, okay, there's nothing else." <laughs> I I do remember liking Inspector Gadget. I like that for some reason. Um, well, you would like all of his all of his gadgets, probably. Yeah, I did like the gadgets, and I, I think the other reason I liked it is because, and I, I read about this when we were researching the show, but um, in the pilot, the guy that played him decided to, instead of doing a British accent, which is what they originally were going to have, he did the Don Adams Maxwell Smart character. <laughs> That's what Get I was going to say. Yeah, he sounds just like Maxwell Smart from Get Smart. Yeah, well, and I loved Get Smart, and so I think when yes. I watched that, I just felt like it was a cartoon version of it for me. Well, you know? see, and there you go. That may be why, because I, 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 t- I too loved Get Smart on Nick at Night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We loved it. Yeah, we can do a whole other show on Nick at Night. Oh, <laughs> holy Jesus. You don't want to get me started on a 25-part uh, series. We're going to need... I know we're gonna we're gonna need multiple episodes on Nick at Night. That that could be the rest of this could turn into a show just about the glory days of Nick at Night. If, <laughs> well, well, speaking of spinoffs, yeah, <laughs> I love it. Well, Cliff, I gotta ask you something else. What? What the food? What the food? What the food? What the food? food, 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 food what is what the food with you? Uh, I got some questions for you. You want to start us out though? I feel like I always start us out. With good reason. Start us out again this time. <laughs> okay. All right, Cliff. What food could you try to dry swallow a tablespoon of to cure the hiccups? I thought you were going to say, what food would you dry hump? And I couldn't think. <laughs> Pizza. <laughs> Pizza, yeah. Uh, d- d- salt. No. Sugar. Close, though. Sugar, yeah. Oh, honey, honey. What were we just talking about? What the food? <laughs> oh, pizza. Let me tell you. Here, I have a quick public service <laughs> announcement for our audience, okay? Uh-huh. I don't know if it's just a Fizzy 111 thing or if it's everywhere, but Papa John's has started selling their Papa John's style jalapeno poppers. And I don't know if you're a jalapeno popper person. Are you, Kendall? No, I don't like jalapeno anything. Well, I love, I'm 700 pounds, so you may have not guessed this, but I do love the <laughs> jalapeno poppers deep fried to, to hell and back from Sonic. I love them. But I, I thought the other night, I thought, well, let me try these Papa John's poppers. Yeah. F minus. Don't get them. Oh, if really? you're a If you're a popper person like me, okay, if you're a uh-huh. pimple popper MD like me, then... Don't because they're all the jalapeno that's in it is like like one little circle slice, and it's hard and it just tastes bad with the pizza dough. Don't get them. Don't fall prey to the advertising like I did. Well, good to know. I thought you were gonna say you loved them. <laughs> no, they're awful, awful. Go to Sonic, get them there. Kendall. <laughs> yeah. P- PSA over. All right, Kendall. In 1963, which state sold the first fried dill pickle? First fried dill pickle. Um, you have a one in 50 chance. California. Mm. No, you know, those <laughs> tofu eating libtards <laughs> would never do it. No, Kendall. Arkansas. Uh, well,. You know, I, I first thought I should go with someone in the South, and I thought, no, this is a trick question to throw me off. <laughs> it was really the Queen of England fried the first pickle. <laughs> well, you know, I, I don't know if you've ever been, like, in L.A., they have, like, the, the fair out there, and they have, like, fried everything. And they always started, yeah. like, they started the fried ice cream, and I thought, well, maybe they, it was them. I don't know. Um, no. Lift in Kentucky, another state. What food is it illegal to carry in your back pocket? Uh, an egg. <laughs> no, you're scot-free to carry egg whenever you want. You, but you better not put an ice cream cone in your back pocket or you'll go to jail. Oh. 
Whoa, watch out, folks. Kendall, what is the most ordered food in that old country we used to live in, America? Pizza. <laughs> Notza. <laughs> Even, this is this is more American and I feel like more fattening. Fried chicken. Uh, well, I guarantee it's because we're not in America. Because if we were there, it'd be pizza. It'd be pizza. That's because <laughs> we left. Yeah. Now it's that's the most ordered thing in the Falkland yeah. Islands ever since we set up shopping. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think about that. So, uh, all right, Cliff, what is the most stolen food in the world? Bread. No. Cheese. Cheese. Well, that's if I'm gonna steal, I might as well steal something I want. Cheese. Well, you might want to steal some bread too to go with the cheese. You would. I just had a little, nice little cheese sandwich before we came over here to the learning annex. And thanks Can't, for bringing me one. You're welcome. I said before we came to the learning annex, you could have made your own <laughs> cheese sandwich back at the motel. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I can't run your life for you, Kendall. Got to be hands off sometimes. Kendall, what is the national dish of Germany? Germany. Uh, bratwurst. Oh, no, Kendall, but it is pot roast. See, I was close. It rhymes with it. It has the same amount of syllables. <laughs> Cliff, true or false? Humans are born craving sugar. Oh, Kendall, we never had a chance. It's true as the day is long. It's so true, and it never stops. It never stops. <laughs> Much like the vampires, uh-huh. <laughs> thirst for blood is never slaked. And Kendall, this show never stops. Name the, right, it's like, this, like our show. You can liken our show to a person's desire for sugar. It's <laughs> never stopping. Kendall, what's the first food consumed on the moon in the Apollo 11 moon mission? Uh, was it ice cream? No. It was turkey. Probably one of those uh, big old turkey legs I could get at the fair. <laughs> I thought it'd be a dehydrated turkey leg. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe so. Or they probably just had it wrapped in some saran wrap there in the, in the moon rover. <laughs> Here, take this with you. All right, Cliff, what, uh, if you were sick back in 1830 and you went to the doctor, what is a condiment that they would have prescribed to you as medicine? Cocaine. <laughs> Close enough. Ketchup. Ketchup. I call Ooh. it Kendall's cocaine. Kendall's cocaine, <laughs> a.k.a. ketchup. Exactly. Uh, Kendall, I have one last what the food question for you. All right. What state in America was the birthplace of the cheeseburger? Cheeseburger. Uh, Illinois. No, Illinois. <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> It was the great state in Colorado, Rocky Mountain High, Colorado. Another reason to visit Colorado. They were the first people to say, hey, you know what? We could put cheese on this. (laughs) And the world was changed forever. (laughs) And we were never the same after that. Uh, What what is Charles doing in there? I don't Uh, know. Everybody's running out of the classroom. Oh. oh my goodness, dear. I am so sorry to have run in like this, but Charles has made a mess in the classroom. Oh, so embarrassing. Why would he be spitting all of those spitballs, dear? Oh no. Oh dear, and then as a victory dance, he stood up on the desk and peed everywhere. Oh my god. Oh my god. Well, is that why you got, are you guys on a class break now yeah. to clean up the pee? They have to disinfect before we can go back in. Oh, gosh. Well, uh, well, let's... Maybe we should go grab a snack. We're just about to yeah. do a break, and and, uh, and before we get back in there, let's let's grab something to eat, because I'm starving. Let's all... Yeah, just let's clear our heads. All right, we'll be right back after this. Okay. Don't give up. The show could get better. Stay tuned for more Cliff and Kindle. Confused, afraid, and unsure of yourself? Do you have problems with relationships? Are you searching for romance? Call the Psychic Hotline at 1-900-535-LIVE and talk one-on-one with an authentic psychic astrologer. The Psychic Hotline is not a computer, not a tape. You'll get good advice about love and relationships, romance, even money in your career. The answers you need are just a phone call away at 1-900-535-LIVE. Call now and receive your personal astrological forecast for the coming year on audio cassette. The charge is $2.95 per minute and you must be 18. 
Earth is dead, so you might as well keep listening to Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast. I'll get you. I'll get all of you if it's the last thing I ever do. <laughs> welcome, welcome back, back welcome, welcome back, back, welcome back. Oh, lovely oh, boys. Oh, that was wonderful. Oh, sugar lump. Well, it, it reminds me of the barbershop quartet that we saw singing yesterday in the barbershop. <laughs> They're wonderful, Dan. Such a wonderful play on words being there at the barber. Oh, beautiful harmonies. <laughs> Go. Uh, well, they should have invited Cliff. They could have really upped it a notch. If they needed a little bit of perfect pitch. But, you know, sometimes, Kendall, when I sing with people, it just makes the other people sound bad in comparison. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You're better off as a single artist, not a quartet. Right. Not a qu- I'm not, <laughs> I'd be like Justin Timberlake. <laughs> I would just be busting out of that in sync <laughs> just like you're busting out of those jeans exactly kind of quit bringing up my jeans and how tight they are <laughs> oh, dear that's not in pro- that's not proper etiquette oh, no very rude candle boy <laughs> oh, i'm sorry i'm sorry speaking of rude did they uh, get Charles, uh, did they get everything cleaned up in there? <laughs> oh, well, they're almost done. But it was quite the quite the feat, dear. There was a lot in there. <laughs> well, while you're waiting for the urine to be mopped up, how about you guys stick in here with us for just the next few minutes? We need to do a little segment called Hot Subjects. Oh, my goodness, dear. Are you sure that that's a proper thing to do right oh, now? Nothing too controversial, boys. Not here at the Learning Center we, for Adults. When have we ever done anything that was too controversial? Never, never. All right, Kendall. Other than start this show. Yeah. Do you... Uh, I'll start off this one since you started off the other thing. Yes, you start off. Okay. Two men were horrified when a dark substance with a horrible smell started dripping down their walls. Can you believe this? Oh, dear, it was just like a moment ago in the classroom. Oh, terrible, terrible substance in the classroom as well, boy. Well, A.J. McCrady, he tweeted pictures of these stains running down his walls, and he is in, it was in Minneapolis, and he and his flatmate called a maintenance team to investigate, and they found upstairs a decomposing body of their neighbor. And authorities say... Oh, that is terrible. Yeah, the black tar-like liquid that was seeping down into the apartment was actually bodily fluids that had leaked through the floor and into the flat. Can you believe it? Oh, dear, if he needs a good cleaner, I know exactly what'll get that out. Oh, why, that sounds like a common, everyday occurrence. Bodily fluids seeping into another apartment. Hardly newsworthy. (laughs) Well, when, when you're used to it, dear, you're used to it. That's that's true. Sometimes we just see things so much we go blind to it. But it, they didn't realize the body, you know, was dead, and it just started to decompose and seeped downstairs. And Ooh. yeah, it was. Uh, That'd be reason. Quite to a shock. <laughs> quite a shock, everybody. It would shock me for sure. Um, all right, I got a hot subject for you. All right, lay it on us. <gasps> So I didn't bring this up yet, Cliff, because I was saving it for hot subjects. Mm-mm. But have you seen down at uh, the Falkland Pizzeria? They're selling this new pizza that has lasagna like inside of the pizza. It's a pizza. It's just a big thing with lasagna inside of it. So it's like a lasagna pizza, and no. a lot of people are just saying that's just way too much. They're thinking it's too crazy and too over the top. I think it's amazing. And so I just wanted to bring it up and see what your thoughts were. Oh, that sounds too <laughs> crazy and over the top for me, boy. Who who could eat that much? Well, you know, dear, I think they should stick to one thing, pizza or lasagna. Let's not mix the two. Right. Let's well, just make a decision. Well, let's politely disagree, Mrs. Whataboutabutcher. I value your etiquette, but I must disagree with you on this because I think it sounds amazing and I can't wait to go get a slice. <laughs> it's 
lasagna inside the pizza? Yes, 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 yes. No, I want just regular lasagna by itself and pizza by itself. <laughs> I like to mix it up and just stuff them together. Just mix it up. Why don't you just put it in a blender and sip it with a straw, Kendall? Oh, dear, that, well, that made me a little nauseous. Not, not like the last story. <laughs> My bowels are very disgusted at hearing that. <laughs> oh, goodness, dear. Now there's a brown substance in the booth. <laughs> I hope that doesn't leak downstairs. <laughs> Everybody, there, you're not going to believe this. I'm glad we're all sitting down. Because if you were standing, I'd have to tell you to sit back down. Because a woman <laughs> has undergone brain surgery, and not just any old brain surgery. She was not only awake during the brain surgery, she was playing the violin during her what? brain surgery. <laughs> Very shocking. If, if Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Turn ever had brain surgery, I assure you she would be playing the violin during the surgery because she's just so talented. Well, oh, well, thank you. <laughs> this, I, I, we've all sat back and loved Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Turn's violin solo, so I'm not going to debate that with you but this woman she had a tumor on her brain and she wanted she and the surgeons wanted to make sure that they did not damage the part of the brain that controls the fine movement of her hands and so dagmar turner a 53 year old passionate violinist from somewhere in england she had her tumor removed and during the removal, she just kept on playing. You know how they kept playing as the Titanic went down? Well, she kept <laughs> yeah. playing while her, her brain tumor was went went down. She kept playing well, while her brain tumor went to down. stop in the middle, dear. So I'm, I'm very proud of her for continuing. I know. Well, the surgeons, you know, they mapped her brain. They opened the skull. And then they just got her to play the violin as Ooh. the tumor was removed. And... Now yeah. I was going to say, Cliff, there is nothing that horrifies me or terrifies me more than the thought of brain surgery. Because whenever I think of someone, I, I don't know about you, but like surgery gives me the heebie-jeebies anyway. And the thought of having to be awake and feeling them doing anything to me, I, I feel like I would have a nervous breakdown just being there. Well, the, I don't think she was feeling anything because, and I've heard this, I'm not a doctor, folks, so I don't know. But I've heard that the brain itself doesn't have any sort of like it doesn't have a feeling to it so well, it, I, no i don't mean like pain but i mean you uh -huh. could like your head would vibrate or something like, you would feel oh, yeah. something like yeah. yeah oh you would as they that, were sawing the top of your skull off for sure oh but, i'm not gonna sit down <laughs> yeah the, the woman she she was just terrified of losing her ability to play the violin and so they thought of this one surefire way to keep her going, and it was uh, the violinist played on. Well, it's best to trust the doctors. <laughs> oh, God bless the sure hands of those doctors, boys. God blesses everyone. Everyone. Well, I, I got, I got one more story for you. All right. Or one more hot subject, rather. Uh, so, down at the Fizzy One Eleven Stop and Go. Uh, I'm sure you know. For years, they've always allowed people to come in with their dogs, and they didn't care if people wore shoes or not. In fact, it's part of their motto that's made them famous their sign out front says stop in no need to put on shoes but now the owners of Falkland uh the Falkland codes are making them stop that practice and they're gonna not allow them to come in with shoes anymore and the owners are really worried that this is gonna hurt their business what do you what do you think about it might hurt the foot traffic <laughs> oh, but well, I think it's very unsanitary to be walking around barefoot near meats and cheeses and and vegetables. Whoa. Oh yes, of course I agree with you. As a, since a little, since I was a little girl, did we knew that it is not proper etiquette to go anywhere outside of the house without your shoes. On. Oh no, well, it, it makes my bowels very disgusted even to think of it. Whoa. I don't, I don't think I put a pair of shoes on until I was twelve. Oh, Kendall, but you had a lot of problems that we can't go into on the air. Oh, we don't have time. We don't have time. We don't have the bandwidth. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, dear. Well, you got any more hot subjects for oh, us? No, enough of those things, boy. Dear, your teacher is calling everyone back into the classroom. Oh, my goodness, dear, we must go. I don't want to be late. That's improper etiquette, of course. All right, don't let Charles the Contractor copy off of your papers. Oh, are you kidding me, dear? I, I, the very thought of it makes me want to sweat. Oh, I'll be praying for you, dear. Oh, thank you, dear. Uh, excuse me, Mrs. Ha, ha, ha. Those were some hot subjects, Kendall. They're about to do a test, I think, aren't I think they? they're doing a, some sort of quiz, pop quiz, test. I don't know. Maybe it's the final exam. For all I know, I don't know. Oh, 
I'm nervous for. Uh, well, I'm not because I take tests in my dreams every night. So <laughs> yeah, you're it, used to it. It always turns out fine. I wake up and go to the bathroom. Kendall, I wanted to tell you one thing that it just, this is so, I, I, I don't know. This is in the absence of Dr. Blathers. You know, I can't get him to pick up on the FaceTimes anymore. And I just, I don't know, maybe someday we'll find out. But I thought I'd tell you this, Kendall, since you're the stand-in. I'm not getting paid to be your therapist. No, <laughs> but it's okay. Your Laverne did not pay Shirley to listen to, to well, her problems. You got a point. You bitch. All right. So <laughs> I was at Target the other day, Fizzy 111 Target, and I was in the freezer aisle, you know, looking. I was trying to nonchalantly get a Ben and Jerry's out of the freezer case because <laughs> they yeah. have, and this is another public service announcement for fat people. You're going to want to go to the Fizzy 111 Target <laughs> because they had one of the best Ben and Jerry's flavors ever and it's a limited edition and they didn't have it at the grocery store but they did have it at target and it's pumpkin cheesecake mm. when you just need to feel like you're you know celebrating halloween with the golden girls you're gonna want to eat mm-hmm. this pumpkin cheesecake ice cream it was excellent a plus is what i give it but anyway that's neither here nor oh, there that good. that's merely the reason i was in the aisle and there was this First of all, there were like 20 different Target employees trying to put things in the freezer case while I was there. And I was so I was standing there trying to sort of wait until they got away from the Ben and Jerry's so I could just go, you know, <laughs> quickly pick one up like I was just 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 as an afterthought. But there was this other guy there and he was this guy, he was a young guy, probably younger than us because everybody is these days. But he was uh, he was walking with a cane. Uh-huh. And I could hear him talking to the workers a lot and he was and I guess cuz the, the the workers there were so many of them they were in everybody's way. They were in my way and if if I was walking with a cane they for sure would have been in my way <laughs> like they were his. <laughs> but he was being real nice cuz I think somebody like uh, almost like bumped into him and knocked him over and and he was saying, "Well, I, you know, I fall down all the time. It's no big deal if I fall over. Just just make sure you laugh and I'll be laughing." And Oh my but anyway, Kendall, just what is it about me that when I saw this man with a cane in the freezer, I just fell deeply in love, more in love than I've ever felt, other than a Gyllenhaal. You're and a sucker for cane? I guess so. I guess I have a thing for Mr. Peanut. But I don't know. It was just, I just found it to be the cutest thing. And I just, I thought, oh my God, I, I could never tell tell the man with a cane because I, he's just too perfect. He's too perfect for me. But I fell in love with a man with a cane, a disabled cane man at Target. And he's wonderful if you're there. Target, Fizzy 111, man with a cane. If you ever are looking for love in all the wrong places, just add us, at Cliff and Kendall on Twitter. That is your that is your experiences. You have at Target. Mine are a lot worse. I was there and I had to use the bathroom real bad. And it was like early in the morning. I thought, I've got to get to the bathroom. I was like running up to the front of the store. And they, the employees were having a team meeting in a circle right outside the bathroom. <laughs> and I, I was like, I can't walk through them and go in there. And they're going to know what I'm doing. I thought, this is awful. I know what to do. It was terrible. But I went in there because I had to. You got to go in. You got to go. go you got to go. Oh, and the only other thing I was going to say about the Target employees is that one of them in the gigantic group of 50 that was trying to stock the freezer the same time me and the cane man were trying to shop. Um, um, One of them, it was just so great. They were just gender neutral, and it was wonderful. Do you you ever see a gender neutral person, and you're like, right on, be free. Oh, yeah, all the time. I mean, I don't see them all the time, but when I do, I'm like, right on. Right on, right the hell on. I, w- I always have to stop myself from going up to people like that saying, hey, I support you. <laughs> you should have a shirt on underneath so you can pull it up and just point to it and say, I support you. I know. Maybe just a button or a card. Maybe I should get some business cards printed that say, I support you. <laughs> just pass out a card to them. Yeah, they're not going to take that the wrong way at all. No, see, I would have supported the gender neutral person. I could have handed one of the c- cards to my cane boyfriend. Like, like, look, I support people with canes. I find it very attractive. I don't know why. 
well, see, nothing gets in the way of love for you. That's what makes it great. Or everything, because I'll never see the cane man again. But that's all right. (laughs) That's just how, that's how love moves. That's how it goes. Cliff, I have to ask you a question before we move on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have to ask you, are you going to grace us with your perfect pitch this week? Well, Kendall, I grace you with perfect pitch every week. I already hummed a few bars of the Alvin and the Chipmunks theme song. I can't be giving it away every week, but I do appreciate the thirst for the voice and the desperation that I hear. And so that lets me know that next episode, I got to have something for you because you got to, you need it. The world needs laughter and love and my voice. Most the world needs now is perfect pitch. My cravings get dangerous. I don't think, so much my cravings get dangerous can't believe how much I ate I can't stop I'm always gaining weight only one milkshake away from blowing up like a bomb on any day I have no pants that fit now vegetables man I used to eat them nowadays I Now, Kendall, really quickly, a couple more Saturday morning cartoons. I'm almost done. Yes. Did you... Now, these are a couple that I know I watched as a little kid because I had all the toys, but I don't really remember watching was He-Man and the Thundercats. Did you watch them? Now, see, I didn't watch those. Okay. And, and like, I completely didn't even understand when the kids in Ghostbusters 2 were like, He-Man, He-Man. I was like, He-Man? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, see, that's all you remember of He-Man. But I was a, a <laughs> Castle Grayskull devotee back when I was like in kindergarten and before. Uh-huh. And I loved them and I loved the Thundercats. And I remember that because I had the toys in the lunchboxes and the stuff. I had a, I had a He-Man sleeping blanket, or sleeping bag, sorry, that I think had to be thrown out because I peed in it too many times. I was a little baby <laughs> Charles the Contractor. And I was always peeing in sleeping bags. It was a fun quirk I had as a kid. <laughs> but another one, Kendall, this one I think came out in the afternoons, but loved it. Loved, was obsessed with Batman the Animated Series. Did you ever watch that? I, I did watch, I mean, I wasn't a huge, because I wasn't a huge Batman fan when I was a kid. I know you were. But I, was, yeah. I watched some of those uh, shows, but I wasn't like really into it. Well, I loved Batman the Animated Series because it felt so much like it was the show version of the Tim Burton Batman movies. Yeah. And so that's yeah. why I really loved it. And But pre that, when I was a wee-wee... Wee-wee-wee-do-tot! I loved <laughs> the Super Friends, which was Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman and Aquaman and all that shit. Oh, I didn't see that one either. You didn't see that? See, I loved the Super Friends. I, and I used to beg my dad whenever he would go anywhere, please bring me back one of the Super Friends toys. <laughs> and so I had just heaps and heaps of, of those action figures, too. But anyway, that's Batman the Animated Series. And the last one, I, well, I guess the last one, one of the last I want to talk about. You didn't watch this because your masculinity didn't allow it. But I watched it. And it was Jam. Jam is excitement. Ooh, Jam. Jam and the Holograms. Did you ever watch that? I didn't watch Jam. No, I did. I really liked um, uh, My Little Pony. Oh, see, that was too much like watching a farmyard. For me <laughs> i had cousins who were kind of they were woodsier than me they were a little they and they lived further out and so they they had like f- not real farm experience but they were just they cared more about like farm things i don't know why and so you guys experience that in real life <laughs> yeah well they loved like horses and stuff and so my cousin who liked horses he also he, he liked My Little Pony and had the ponies and stuff. But I never watched that because I liked Jim where Jerrica, she had her earring that she would press and she would call upon the powers of synergy and she would transform into Jim, the pop star. And that's where I sort of really related to Jim in the holograms and the, the misfits who thought their songs were better. <laughs> no, I, I never watched any of that. 
But I have some other ones that I, I love that I would be remiss if I didn't talk about. All right. I don't so, want you um, to be remiss. Uh, <laughs> never. Um, I loved Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Oh. DuckTales. I, I don't know. Some of these might not have been Saturday morning. You know, it's hard to remember. Right. The Mask, the spinoff from the movie. Right. Uh, Ren and Stimpy. Loved Ren and Stimpy. Oh, I did love and him. Tiny Toons. Oh, I loved Tiny Toons. Mm-hmm. And Rugrats. For some reason, the only Disney afternoon, I think that like the the DuckTales, and again, all of this, they re-ran the stuff from Saturday in the afternoons. It all bleeds together. Mm-hmm. But the, the Disney afternoon of Chip and Dale and DuckTales, I never got really into those. The only one of those that I really liked was... I did, wasn't there a show of like Goof Troop where it was goofy? Yes, Goof Troop. And uh-huh. it was... And it was kind of like the Goofy movie, which I really liked. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember Saturday mornings at the end, sort of when the cartoons would almost be over, and it would be, I don't know if it was ABC, CBS, maybe multiple ones had this, but it would go into a show where it was like like a standalone episode of a cartoon that was based on like a book or something and it was like story break or something and oh, there it was yeah, hosted by that. this and it was hosted by a cartoon cat who i don't know if he was like a captain of a boat or something but what was his name og readmore does that ring any bells i don't know if i would remember the name of him but i, I do I, I remember that cat with a did he have an eye patch may i don't know i i feel like he was captain og readmore oh yep you're right Captain O.G. Readmore, fictional character host of the American television anthology series ABC Weekend Specials during the 80s. Oh, there you go. See, that's kind of when I knew, when he came on, like, oh, this is, the cartoons are winding down for the day. Uh-huh. It was real sad. It was like the sad music on our show. It's like, oh, it's almost over. It was exactly that. And there's only one more thing I want to say about cartoon, <laughs> Saturday morning cartoons. Mm-hmm. And... This is not one that I specifically watched, but this is a, an interesting fact that came up in the writer's research today. And there was a the there was a cartoon show in 1970 of the Harlem Globetrotters. Do you remember that? No. Oh, I, well, I do kind of remember it, I think. I feel like it probably came on in, in reruns on Cartoon Network or something when we were little and we, we might have seen it in some sort of rerun capacity. But the Harlem Globetrotters, they were the first cartoon ever to feature black male protagonists in 1970. Wow, that was that was before its time, wasn't it? That was it well, was, it was uh, way was, past its time, but you know what I mean. Right, an important landmark in civil rights history was the Harlem Globetrotters cartoon series. I say, I say, I say. I love it. I, I do sort of remember that, but I don't know if I watched it. And did you watch the Looney Tunes? They used to come on Saturday mornings. Too. Oh yeah. Yeah, I love the Looney Tunes. Meep, meep. <laughs> yep. That's, that's my favorite catchphrase, <laughs> too. Meep, meep. <laughs> All right. Kendall, before we head into our last segment, I just want to ask you, I want to talk to you about one other thing. Okay. And, and it's kind of old news now, okay? But it, it was new a little while ago. You, you've seen this candle, the, the Gwyneth Paltrow candle, where it says, this candle smells like my vagina? No. No? No. You still haven't seen this? No. Where, where would I see it? Everywhere. It's taken over the internet. What? It's a, you know, because you know Gwyneth is, she has goop, her line yeah. of outrageously priced products. And she has one, and it's a candle, and it says this candle, and it says it on the front, this candle smells like my vagina. And I oh, guess it's supposed it to be... Yeah, do you see? I'm not yeah. crazy. It's real. <laughs> and I suppose that it's supposed to smell like Gwyneth's crotch. I don't know. But do you... <laughs> now, is that a smell that you would want? I don't know. It's probably not bad. No. No? I mean... I, I don't understand, like, as as a heterosexual male, I don't understand when people are like, ooh, it smells like a vagina. Like, I don't, I don't really, it's not like, oh, I loved, love a good vagina smell. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I, I'm, <laughs> I don't know how to say it. I guess I'm a lot more visual, but I don't, I don't need to go in and sniffing vaginas. So I don't, I don't know why they're making a candle. 
Oh, it just seems now you know if if Jake Gyllenhaal had a line of products and there was a candle that said this candle smells like my butthole or this candle smells oh. like my ball sack, then I would I would have to buy a few dozen. I just just I on I wouldn't want any of that. I'd rather say this is the perfume that covers up the smell of <laughs> Um but I did see on your on one of your feeds of something uh, where you had that that Jake Gyllenhaal candle and it said uh, jupe instead of goop. Right. And I I'm now it now makes sense to me. I, I, I mean I laughed. I thought it was funny, but I didn't I didn't know it was in reference to anything real. Okay. Now the jokes are starting to make sense. All right. Oh, they're finally ma- after all these years. After all these years, still funny. After and that's all pretty these years. stupid, Cliff. Oh lord. <laughs> How stupid can you that's get? Stupid questions! Oh, sorry, all the people in the hallway were looking at me? Crazy. Sir Kendall, you are disrupting these classes. Well, sorry, we're here doing a show. trying to learn about sheep in there. Cliff, if you could take a ride this very moment on anything in the world, what would you most want to ride? Can't answer that on a family show. (laughs) Set you up for that one. All right, Cliff, if you were told that you could watch only one television show for the next 12 months... What show would you pick to watch? Oh. Whew. For the next 12 months. Whew. I would have to... I know. This is going to be a tough one. <laughs> yeah. I'd have to pick something with a bajillion episodes. I, the only thing I could think of is The Simpsons. It's the only thing with enough episodes. Oh, uh, yeah. It might take you 12 months to get through them all. Well, let's be real. I could probably watch it through five or six times, but... Okay. <laughs> All right, if you could know one fact about every person that you ever meet, what particular fact would you want it to be? What their vagina smells like. <laughs> well, you don't need to know that anymore because I got a candle. <laughs> right, right. The smell of their genitals. Next. All right. See, I have a Yankee candle that smells like cut grass. I'd rather smell that. I'd um, rather have one as fresh ass. <laughs> Cliff, if, you, Cliff if, if a local radio station offered to let you have your own 30-minute show each weekday morning that wasn't ours, what type of show would you have? And it, it can't be just old repackaged episodes of our show? No, it can't be a clip show. <laughs> oh, well then I would just, I would set the tone for every day by playing some pertinent Madonna classics. It would be your, your Madonna half hour. The Madonna, yeah, the Madonna hour. <laughs> Madam X to the rescue. Perfect. Well, that's all the stupid questions I have for you. Oh, well, those were good. Now I'm thinking about shopping around a Madonna show where I just play. Oh, look what I've started. I play five or six Madonna hits every day. That could run forever. That could. Maluma. Bitch, I'm loca. People would listen. People will listen. <laughs> you you caught the reference. Careful the things you say. Wishes are children. Did you did you, did, did, did you love that from Into the Woods? I did. I loved Into the Woods. Oh, you did. Yeah. Did you? Sounds like you did not. I, I didn't love it. I I didn't love it. I it it could be one I revisit in the future and really like. But I don't. I don't know. Well, I, see, when I was in high school, they did it for one of the plays, and I like helped with some of the sets and stuff. And I I loved it then, and that was like the original. And I had the soundtrack for the original one on Broadway, and watched that like as a PBS did a video of it. Right. So I liked that before the movie ever came out. I I, okay. I didn't love the movie as much as I liked the old version. Right. Well, see, that's weird because you did that in high school when I was. Probably like 10 years old, my stepbrothers and I took some kind of acting workshop <laughs> where my mother, I'm sure, was just thinking, let me get them out of the house, please. And she wanted to train that perfect pitch. Right. Well, it was it was more acting than singing. But oh, okay. <laughs> we, the show, we did a play and we did Into the Woods, but without the songs. So... Oh, okay. So I knew vaguely what it was. You know I was the fattest person. I was the chef or the baker, the James Corden. <laughs> that was yes. typecast as the obese uh-huh. person. 
But, so anyway, that's, that's the end of that story. Last night I dreamt of San Pedro Just like I never gone That was a good story. What a good story. <laughs> My goodness, dear, I passed the test. <laughs> oh, great job, Sugarlum. I knew you could do it. Well, uh, what, what about Charles? Yeah, did he oh, pass? Yeah, he, was, he was kicked out of the class for cheating. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, what a shame. That is a shame. So what? where did he go? Oh, Dad, he's down down the hall trying to do jazzercise to see if he can check out some of the ladies, he said. Oh. It was terribly uncouth. Oh, God. Well, what do you say? Let's oh, let's idiot. leave him in the aerobics class, and why don't we all go out and you know for a big dinner to celebrate your win, your A plus on your test? Oh, that would be a wonderful idea. Thank you, dear. Let's let's go. Oh, excellent idea. Come along, boys. Oh, I, I'd say one thing before we go off the air, and that's my quote. All right. Blah, 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 blah. That's all, folks. That's all. <laughs> we'll see you next week. We'll be here next week. Will you? Thanks for listening to Cliff and Kindle Coast to Coast. Binge listen to more episodes at cliffandkindle.podbean.com. Yeah, 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 Uh-huh. Oh, that's crazy.